Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hi, I'm Debbie. And I'm Allison. And we're... The Polter Gals. Spooky. <laughs> I'm Allison. And I'm Debbie. And we're... The Poltergeist. On this week's episode, we're doing Edinburgh Castle in Scotland. Yes, and we are also eating chocolate chip cookies um, and drinking tea from HTO. Um, but yeah, so we are Delicious. in Scotland. Um, what's the most Scottish thing you can think of? Kevin Muckkid. What? Kevin Muckkid. What is that? He's a person, an Who? actor. What? An actor? Oh. I was thinking like the Loch Ness Monster, so we were going in two different directions here. <laughs> wow, I was thinking of people and you were thinking of like... Nessie. Ness. You named my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster? <laughs> <laughs> we can start this week off with a Twilight quote. Um, also, uh, fun fact, Kevin McKidd played um, Poseidon hmm. and Percy and Jackson. Ooh, okay, maybe yeah, I know who you're talking about now. Mm-hmm. I still have no idea who you're talking about. Well, <laughs> we'll find a picture of him and we'll post it. Literally, <laughs> he also plays in Grey's Anatomy. Hmm. I don't watch Grey's Anatomy either. I feel like in none of our. I feel like we have like a Venn diagram of like shows we watch, and there's no overlap at all. Like it's just two separate circles. <laughs> I feel like every time I talk about a show, you don't know what I'm talking about. Every time you talk about a show, I'm like, I've heard of it. But I, mm. Listen, this is Sandra O's second husband on oh. the show. Oh, okay. That Dr. clears Christina Yang. Oh, that clears everything up for me. This is not McSteamy or McDreamy. It's McKid. <laughs> I don't know what any of that means. Um, you like how I did that? Yeah, great. It's not McSteamy or McDreamy. McSteamy it's McKid. or McDreamy. It's McKid. All right. Well, cool. So well, now you got a little bit of our background knowledge of Scotland. Um, I think it's time that we get into the history. <laughs> <laughs> so of course obviously scotland has a lot of history um which i only know from <laughs> a netflix series shows oh no um, so number one outlander i swear to god have you seen Out- outlander <laughs> no. what was i just saying Again, two separate circles this, uh, um and then point. rain have you seen rain no oh my gosh okay i'll talk about them later on as we get into it and it's historically um it's historically accurate i'm, I'm just kidding it's literally like they're so bad <laughs> they're like the like it's literally like what are those like bad romance novels that are like the paperback books that are like oh, basically no. just schmutt like that's literally what the, the basically those two netflix shows are it's just them being dumb. Oh, they're on Netflix. Yeah, they're Netflix. We can do a we can do a binge watch. We'll do a sleepover, Alice. <laughs> it's I'm okay. Sorry. Hmm. Um, with what house? Uh, we can go to your house. You got extra bedroom. We can do a whole room. We can we can build a fort together. <gasps> you want to build a fort? 
A little castle. Oh, we could build a little, a little castle. A little castle. Okay, well, cool. <laughs> All right. Well, now that we've rampaged a little too much, but yeah. Um, Wait, welcome back to another episode of the Poltergeist. And now it's time to get into the history. So, uh, Edinburgh Castle. Mm hmm. It was not built in an extra room, unfortunately. Oh, oh, dang. So it wasn't, it wasn't just a tree fort or, or a blanket fort. Oh, oh, man. It was like a real castle. Yeah. Made of like rocks. Yeah. And wood. Built on top of volcanic rock. Oh, that's cool. Well, the more you know. So it was home to kings and queens for many centuries. Who knew? That's what, where they live is inside castles. I mean, there's the Waco Castle, but <laughs> well, that's no true. kings and queens live there. No, you just got to pay $50 for a freaking tour to see... Nothing? Nothing. <laughs> like, I would understand if you got something for it, but no, it's $50 just to go to a castle. If I'm just paying $50 to go to a castle, I expect... I expect there to at least be someone dressed up as nope. a king or a queen or a knight. But no, Joanna Gaines, that's where I draw the line. Anyway, <laughs> back oh. back on <laughs> back, back, uh, back to where we were. Back to the back of the history. We literally got one sentence in. <laughs> so Queen Queen Margaret, who was later made a saint, died here at ten ninety three. Ten ninety three. That was a long time ago. That was three centuries ago. Too many hundreds. Three of centuries years. ago. Too many hundred years ago. I know that was like 10 centuries ago. <laughs> what is wrong with me? I don't know how to do math. I'm not good at the maths. Me neither. I'm barely even good at the English. I know. So the chapel built in her honor by her son, King David the First, is Edinburgh's oldest building. That's cool. St. Margaret's Chapel still hosts weddings and christenings today christenings christenings Christenings. yeah that's what they do to babies they christen them isn't that just uh wait or no that's what is that called baptism no what do they do when they like do the sprinkle is that a christening i just thought it was a baptism i thought a christening was like or is it where it's like i christen you sir Sir John of Goodwarts. I don't know what was the first thing I thought of. I christen you. Is that like a christening? Is where they do like the thing? That's a fantastic question. That's a good question for someone who isn't us. I am a... Is that going to be the word of the week? Christenings? Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah, you'll know. Learn clear, more. Clearly we don't know. <laughs> uh, the Great Hall completed in 1511 for King James the Fifth. Uh-huh. Hosted grand banquets mm -hmm. and state events, but the king had little time to enjoy his new addition because he died at the Battle of Flodden in 1513, Dang. fighting the English forces sent by his brother-in-law, King Henry VIII of England. Wow, what a rude brother-in-law. That is some baloney. <laughs> that sounds like some mother. That's some baloney. 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 Yeah. Baloney. Because let me tell you, if my brother-in-law sent an army to kill me, yeah. Um. No, sir. <laughs> no, sir. Well, that's the thing. Like the world line, they were like all related anyway. You fudged with the wrong in-law. <laughs> no, sir. We know about Scotland. 
Above the door at the royal palace are the gilded initials M A H. I know this for one. Mary, Queen of Scots, and her second husband Henry Stuart, Lord of Darnlin. And this is where Rain comes in. So, the show Rain on Netflix again. Mm-hmm. I, it's not necessarily historically accurate, but it's but one of my favorite. Purposes, but for it, our purposes, it definitely is. It basically is. Um, but anyway, um, Mary Queen of Scots, an icon, an absolute queen, slay the boots down house. You know, like <laughs> I was like, I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so it talks about her and her first husband and. Um, basically there's like magic, <laughs> but what? they're in Scotland and her mother-in-law's terrible. Um, and then, but she like, you know, all the stuff that goes on in can the history. I, can I just say mm-hmm. how stupid it is for <laughs> King Henry VIII to send an mm-hmm. army to his brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he's just over there chopping off his own head's wife, like his own wife, <laughs> his own wife's heads. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like. Mm, I don't like you anymore. Chop. Yeah, what's the little, uh, like, what's the little song that, like, people know? It's, like, beheaded, died, you know, beheaded, divorced, lived. It's, like, a whole little rhyme. Uh, Look it up. Henry VIII wife wife rhyme. Henry (laughs) the (laughs) wives wives rhyme. (laughs) How's it go? Who were the six? Yeah, because it's like died, beheaded, lived, divorced, something, something. I don't know. So maybe divorce was a Catherine thing. of Aragon was the first wife. Mm-hmm. But what happened? I know there's a rhyme. I gotta find it. It was so good. Henry... V. Demoted for her bearing, for bearing no son. At the age of seventeen, six weeks later, he married Catherine of Aragon. Ooh. Okay, it goes: divorced, beheaded, died; divorced, beheaded, survived. That's the way the rhyme goes. Have you ever heard that before? Yes. And you would think I would know this since I took English literature. I did not. I took Texas literature. I took a... Did you take a Brit Lit? I took Brit Lit is what I took. Mm-hmm. And that was have? my uh, philosophy class. But yeah, so he's best known for uh, the little little English little rhyme that goes, Divorce, beheaded, died. Divorce, beheaded, survived. That's the order of his wives. I would hope I would survive. <laughs> well, anyway, but yeah, so he was kind of being a dick and sent a whole army to Scotland because like, they wanted to have control over it. That's... Yay. Yikes. Meanwhile, he was too busy doing that. Yeah, while well, he was also in the process of killing all of his wives or divorcing them or them dying. <laughs> <laughs> so between beheading, dying, uh-huh. death... Uh-huh, and divorce. And divorce. Uh-huh. And then... And then sending armies to his brother-in-law. And then getting creepy looks by your boss. Yeah. Through the window. Mike, hello. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. And then um, in Rain, you get to find out all about that and how cool she is. But then there's also magic. 
So it's really cool. Um, trigger warning, though, there is a grape scene in Rain, which is really... A grape? A grape, but with the hard R. Not not good. Not That's not very good. <laughs> so grape minus the G. Yes. Um, so you trigger gotta, warning. So it's a, I was like, don't G, G plus the... Shh. G plus the rest of the word, oh, and then you get grape minus the G, and then you get that word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's not very good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was the only part of the show that I was like, oh boy, this is a trigger warning. Um, and it did not give you a trigger warning. So <laughs> just in case, if anybody wants to go watch that show, um, yeah, you'd be a little, tr- little, little triggered. Um, anyway, continue, Allison. <laughs> Wow, I don't even know where I left off. Mary gave oh, birth. Oh, yes. Mary gave birth to James the Sixth in the royal palace in 1566. And he became king of Scotland at 13 months old. Wow. How convenient. How convenient. If I was a year old and I could become king or I queen. Would do. <laughs> hey. I sit there and Google Gog on my way through life too. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? And now it is law. <laughs> but yeah, so 13 months. And he united became... the crowns of Scotland and England in 1603. Wow. So quite literally, Google Gog got his way through ki- several kingdoms. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, who doesn't love a baby, right? Baby for mayor. Baby for mayor. <laughs> Um, Yikes. You know, uh, mm, Yikes. I can't say anything about our current political system, so <laughs> I'm sure back then it wasn't uh, too different. I mean, different enough for them to rebel. That's true. We're not there yet, though. Allison, Hi. keep going. You're giving spoilers to the history. Following the Union of the Crowns of 1603, Edinburgh Castle was rarely visited by the reigning monarch. But from the 1650s, it grew into a significant military base. <gasps> Defenses were rebuilt and enhanced in response to the Jacobites. Jacobites rising of 1689 to 1746. And this is where my knowledge from Outlander comes in of Scotland. So oh. I, too, would like to touch a magical rock. And then that rock transport me back in time to Scotland when a hunky man with red flowing hair in the wind joins me. And then we, too, can run off into the sunset together as Jacobites. No? No. Oh, okay. Well, that's just me, then. uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'll stick to this time. Oh, oh, okay. But yeah, so that's that's, that's literally the... The plot of the show, you know, like back then, it's you can get graped. Uh, I mean, you that still happens to today. I mean, granted, <laughs> grapes are fantastic. No! The fruit grapes are fantastic. Yes, yes. Um, the food grapes. Uh huh. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh huh. That's. Mm-hmm. We're censoring ourselves on the show. Any um, other grapes are horrible. Well, okay. So what happens in Outlander is there's this woman in the 1940s who's been helping out with the obvious war that's going on. Guess what's happening in the 1940s? Um, uh, can but yeah. you spell it out for me? Uh, w W I I World War Two. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So the lady she's doing it, and then she like goes into the field on her honeymoon or whatever, and then she touches a rock, and then she gets transported in time. And then she goes back to the Jacobites. Jacobites. 
But yeah, that's what happens. Wait. And then that's where my knowledge of oh. this comes in. <laughs> Man, be careful over there. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> that's all I know about the Jacobites. <laughs> it's from Outlander. Wow. Um, so again, all I know is Rain and Outlander. They only do Netflix shows. Um, but they both just happen to take place in Scotland. Wait, isn't, uh, what about Braveheart? Braveheart is Scottish, right? Braveheart Scottish. Yeah, and Braveheart. So everything I know about Scotland is from... <laughs> So nothing that's actually so nothing that's actually anything. helpful. No, from magical stuff that turns your mom and and little brothers into bears. Uh huh. No, that's brave. Why? So, <laughs> so you, oh, you're talking about Mel Gibson Braveheart? Yeah, 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 yeah. Duh. yeah. like a hunky man in kilt. <laughs> Hunky man, hunky man and um, can, can I just? But say, also, Merida, I forgot about me. I forgot can about. Can I also Brave. just say, <laughs> were you there when when we did the whole Braveheart scene for our senior prank? No, you weren't there. No, what? Oh my god! Honestly, I don't remember high school at okay. all. Okay, I was already okay. done with high school. I was already Here's in college the by then. Senior year of high school for us. Mm-hmm. We decided to have the whole big fighting scene of Braveheart. Why? In the main hallway. What? How do I not remember yes. this? Who did this? <laughs> like I need receipts. <laughs> receipts. It's literally. Do you have do you have video evidence of this happening? I did. Dang. And then I switched phones and they go bye bye. Dang. But dude, this this like legit. It was all six like. Obviously not all 600 of us, yeah, yeah, yeah. but a good portion of us. Maybe I do remember this. And I feel we, like it's like ringing a little distant bell. And it bell. was like on the secondary main st- like staircase that mm-hmm. leads to like the one. Yeah, like the main hall. Yeah, yeah. the 100, 200 hallway. Yeah. Over there. Wow. And then the other half met close to the cafeteria and we ran down the main hallway with like cardboard shields and pool noodles. How do I? I'm, and then we were just sitting there, and then I was not a part of this. Admin found out what? Yeah, and so while it was too late, where the bell rang, and, and then, then everybody floods all into of us, yeah, they start flooding, and we start charging, and they see two groups of people charging at each other, and then they're all just standing there watching, and then the admin's like, "Y'all gotta go, seniors! How dare!" And then we're. And then everyone just starts saying, die, die, die. And we all fall to the ground. Maybe I do and remember admin, this. like, even Gasaway mm-hmm. was out there trying to, like, get us play, like, get wow. us to class. And he's right in the middle. So it's like, he's right here and we're, like, surrounding him like this. <laughs> we're laying on admin's feet so that way they can't move. Oh, my God. That and, sounds problematic. And we're just sitting there. The torty bell rings. And then they're like, you'll have to leave. You'll have to get up. So then everyone gets up and then we do the 20, MHS 2016 chant that we always do. And then we walk off as if nothing happened. Why? I'm, I'm, over, <laughs> over the intercom, Gasaway was like, teachers, please allow another five to ten minutes for all students to get to classes. That's so funny. Class of 2016, we give you this one. Wow. Props to you. Wow. Huh. That's wild. Yeah. I, I, I do not condone this. I was like one of the like, I don't know. I was, I was like with the like not cool kids. And we were very much like, 
Nah, I don't care about that stuff. Spirit, Dude, any was, spirit days and pranks are stupid. <laughs> but met, like every student, all two thousand students late to class. Well, I, I sure. Like, were you Slow there for clap. the water balloon? No, the last day. The only thing I remember, and I don't even think it was our class, was people dumping all of the papers down the main staircase. Yeah, that was the class ahead of us. Yeah, that's all I remember. Yeah, no, that was the class ahead of us. By my senior year, I was like, deuces, I'm out. Yeah, I'm done no. with this. So, we're last day of school, we showed back up and then threw water balloons at the other classmen. Oh, because well, you know how we got done the day before. Oh, yeah. And that day was graduation practice. Yeah. So when we got done with graduation practice, it would have been the other kids. Yeah, I don't think I had friends, Allison. Like, I don't think we're coming <laughs> out, and we we showed back up with water balloons. Wow, huh? That sounds and crazy. threw them on the last day of school, and it's like, what are y'all gonna do? Cancel graduation? It's tomorrow. I guess so, man. I <laughs> like I did not participate in anything other. I I was a good kid, Allison. Yeah, so was I, but I still <laughs> participated. I did not. Because it was funny. I, I don't know. I guess I just missed out. I was not. We had two very different high school experiences. I mean, to be fair, though, I w- most of my high school is- experiment was with the powerlifting team. That's true. And theater. And theater. <laughs> That's always. So with me, it was either jocks or nerds. Yeah. There was no in between. Yeah. See, we were like the like the outcasts of like all the groups. So I just like collected people from the outskirts of all the other groups. And there you go. And then I was just an academic. I graduated with a 3.9 GPA. Thumbs yeah. up. <laughs> anyway. I graduated with like a 2.2. <laughs> oh, well. I'm we, pretty sure I had like a B minus, if not a C plus. It like was no, just, no it was cr- just English. No, no crap. No, <laughs> no crap. Factor crap. <laughs> no crap. <laughs> Full fact. Full fact. No crap pretty sure i graduated with like i mean and that was still like middle of the class too. that's true yeah so. honestly in our school with all the ap kids making like 4.8 gpas and then all like the you know those kids at the very bottom there's just middle ground like i think everybody was like a mid mid <laughs> i mean anyway so back to that all i know is Braveheart, uh brave <laughs> the disney show um outlander and rain um so yeah there's our history <laughs> um again sorry for going on another side tangent um be sure you make all the kids late by doing exactly that yeah so if you have any high school seniors out there listening right now there, there's your idea ding dong like makes you feel any better oh no another side tangent what so my little brother graduated recently like within mm-hmm. the last year but when he went to high school mm-hmm they apparently showed videos of our class. What? Of what not to do. Wow, great. Of course they did. That sounds amazing. <laughs> sounds very accurate for what happened. Um, my brother graduated two years after us, so I don't know what they did. I don't even know if he, again, we were not those kind of kids to participate, so. Thanks. Anyway, continue, Allison. So, the new gun batteries, such as Dury's battery, were constructed, and new barracks, such as the Queen Anne building, were added to house the many soldiers and officers. Wow. Close to 600 troops were held in the new barracks built during the Napoleonic Mm -hmm. Wars with France. Wow. That's a whole lot. We know about Napoleon and all of his ice cream. 
I just know that he was a short oh, wait. man. That's Neapolitan. <laughs> Did you like my joke, Allison? I'm so done. All right. Well, we're quitting. Goodbye. The, um, <laughs> anyway, the little man wars mm-hmm. because he was short. He was so tiny. It's still in use by the military today. Regiments often had a mascot, many of whom were were dogs. Dogs. Some of them laid to rest in the dog cemetery. <gasps> a dog cemetery. They killed dogs during the war. Along with other canine companions. But soldiers were once brought home a far more unusual four-legged friend to live in the castle's stables. Not everyone who came to the castle enjoyed their stay. Even royals were sometimes known to be to complain about the droughts. 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 We're in drought right now. Yeah, but the, luckily the rain that la- came yeah, in last yeah it literally night. like poured rain last night. I was like I was like Cameron, it's raining. He's like no, it's not. I was like baby, it's raining. I like go to the window. It's like pouring super hard. I like it's raining. He like checks the weather. He's like well the weather app says it's not raining. I'm like look outside. <laughs> <laughs> we should all know the weather doesn't. You gotta look outside. I know it was just funny. Uh. But anyways, the life was truly grim for many of those prisoners who were locked up in the vaults below the Crown Square. Wow. Crown Royal. So, it sounds like a lot of things have happened in this castle. Who knew? Castles? Wars? Old? old? Yeah. Death? That's how you get ghosts. Well, anyway, um, now it's time for a commercial break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, a word from our sponsors. Spooky. (laughs) (laughs) On uh, this commercial break. This this commercial break is brought to you by me finishing this cookie. Brought to you by H-E-B. Because, uh, well, here, everything is semi-better. Oh, did you hear the news? What news? Cameron got a new job. Oh no! So we're officially no more HEB. No more HEB. Oh yeah. Cameron's gonna go work at Rappaport. Oh no! Go back to HEB. <laughs> Why? <laughs> He's gonna be a fifth grade social studies teacher. <laughs> Dear fifth grade teacher or parents at Rappaport, <laughs> I am so sorry for the HEB history that your kids are about to learn. Mm-hmm. That learning. is the social history. <laughs> And social studies, they will be learning how H-E-B was founded by the butts. Mm-hmm. Not by the actual butts, but the butt butt. Mm-hmm. Also, if you see any rusty butts, run. <laughs> <laughs> and now, a word from our sponsors. Spooky. <laughs> All right, and we're back. <laughs> um, I hope you guys heard some good commercials on your commercial break. If not, um, well, welcome back. That was fast. Glad to see you again. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yeet. Yeet, yeet. Um, or should I say, sheesh. Is that what the kids say? Sheesh. Isn't it sad that we're 25? I know. And we're so far out of the loop. I know. We are like the worst 25-year-olds. Like, we're both married. We bought houses. houses. We have we're responsibilities. Like, we're, but we're like 
mid 30 year olds stuck yeah, in 25 year definitely bodies. yeah i like sometimes i'm like why do i identify more with people that are like my Way friend's older. parents age <laughs> Dude, that's what's so bad like mike is of, our boss and he literally has kids he, the same age as us and yet he, and now, i'm like dude you're such a great friend man i know and then you look at like some of the usuals at shorties and they're all 40s 50s and i'm like i walk in they're like hey what's up i'm like what's up what y'all been doing other than working working hardly working eh or working hardly (laughs) and then i see people my age like baby slow and i'm like wow you're so young (laughs) and i'm like wait you're my age yeah and then they're like oh is this what it's like to be a normal 25 year old oops (laughs) like he's over there like putting stuff together and i'm like oh huh is that what i'm supposed to be doing yeah no thanks well how do you feel it was your birthday like two weeks ago do you finally feel old or how's it going i honestly feel like i'm a 40 year old stuck in a 25 year old body and um today she's wearing her birthday gift that i got her finally (laughs) i know we have matching shirts they say I feel nothing, and it's a ghost reaching inside of itself. <laughs> and, yeah, so we have matching shirts, which I think is cute. And she literally was wearing a Baylor shirt when I came in, and I was like, Allison, I swear to God, take that off. Um, and so I handed her the other oh, shirt. don't worry, it's still here. It's, it's under her other shirt. It, Listen, guys, worry. this is... Don't worry, I'm staying true for y'all. I'm faithful, just for y'all. I need someone to just leave some comments and be like, Baylor sucks. <laughs> Well, you know what? Um, I can't, I can't uh, turn my back on Baylor. I know. It's fine. Sadly. What do they say? Back to Bear? Seek him. Great. Wait, no, that's, that, what is, that's, <laughs> that's Tiger. T- Tony <laughs> what is Tiger. Frosted Flakes? It's okay. a B-A-Y-L-O-R, Baylor Bears fight. Um, the only thing I know is Booberry cereal. <laughs> and then you, and then you go... And you go, you go, uh, sick on bears when they do the little free throw. I'm so scared right now. Yeah, you go, uh, sick on bears. This sounds like a cult to me. <laughs> um, I think we need to do an in-depth analysis of cult at Baylor. No, I'm kidding. Um, but it is time to get into <laughs> the hauntings. Oh, man. Are you ready, Allison? Sure. I'm going to pretend I didn't do any of the research. She didn't do any. I'm telling her the first time. She's never heard about this before. And you guys have never heard about this before. Um, so, of course, Edinburgh is one of... Is it Edinburgh? Burgh? Or Burrow? Or Edinburgh? Berg? Like, how are you pronouncing it? Edinburgh is how I was pronouncing it. I think it doesn't matter, right? I don't think I so. I think it's Edinburgh. B-U-R-G-H. Oh, no. Right? What? I think so. I said... Oh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, look. The shadows on my phone wanted to say hi because it triggered my security camera in my driveway. That's scary. The shadows say hi. That's spooky. Allison's shadows are coming at her. Um, anyway, so Edinburgh is one... Or Edinburgh or Berg, is one of Europe's most haunted cities, boasting a large number of ghost stories, many of which are set in around the castle. One such story tells of the piper whose hill haunts the hidden tunnels that run from the castle to the royal mill. You'll know about this again if you watch um, rain, because <laughs> I go in the tunnels. Um, anyway, 
Um, when the tunnels were discovered a few hundred years ago, a piper went down to explore them. As he navigated through the tunnels, he played music on his bagpipes so that the people above could hear where he was. But halfway down the Royal Mile, the music suddenly stopped. Oh no. A rescue team then went down to look for the piper, but he had disappeared without a trace. It is said that the lonely ghost of the piper still haunts the tunnels, and you can sometimes still hear his music in the castle or in the streets above the tunnels. Oh no. Spooky little pipe piper ghost. Little big bagpipe in it. Do you know that Fiona from Creative Waco can play the bagpipes? Uh-uh. Yeah, her and her son. Also, fun fact, I just met her for the first time at Waco Film Fest. Oh, wow. I've always, like, known, like, known of her, but I never actually... She's an enigma. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, she's cool. Um, and the next story I'm going to tell is that of the gray lady. That Thank is right. God. You heard it here. It is not a woman in white. It is, in fact, <coughs> the gray lady. So, um, arguably, um, this is, of course, the most tragic story. Um, <laughs> excuse me, ma'am. Don't die over there. Um, but yeah, so this is actually super tragic and um, is a mysterious lady who's dressed like a 16th century noblewoman. Um, she's actually been spotted around the older parts of the castle, sometimes just wandering around um, and other times weeping. La Llorona? La Llorona. She'd be weeping and she'd be wandering. Yikes. I wombo, you wombo, she wombo, wombology, the study of wombo. Is that wandering and weeping? It's wombo. No, I'm kidding. That's a SpongeBob quote. Um, Okay, so she's been seen wandering around um, and other times weeping. um, And she should be. Um, Considering that she's actually associated with two equally unfortunate historical figures. So some say that she might actually be Janet Douglas, who's also known as Lady Glamis, a woman who was accused of witchcraft by the vengeful king, King James V, who took his grudge against his brother out on her. Oh, no. Even then, everyone knew the accusations were baseless, and she was, in fact, not a witch. But Janet Douglas was then burned at the stake outside of the castle on the 17th of July in 1537 in front of her living son. Jeez. That is terrifying and traumatic. God, I'd be like, nope, got a blast. Um, I bet that's trauma for life. Be like, oh, hi, welcome to our therapy meeting this week. Uh, yes, um, what is wrong? Oh, you watched your mom die by being burned at a stake as a young child? Oh, yeah, that's that, that's tragic. That's that's tragedy right there. Um, I, too, would end up as a ghost uh, wandering and weeping. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and if that isn't enough to turn someone into a restless spirit, I'm not even sure what would be. Nope. Um, yeah. And then some others speculate that the lady could be Marie de Guise, who was also known as a Catholic mother. A Catholic mother? Murder. Mother. Um, a Catholic mother and regent of Mary, Queen of Scots. Um, so Marie de Guise found herself on the losing side of the Scottish Reformation. 
bringing back in rain. Thank you. Please go watch it. Um, when she died in June of 1560, her corpse was That's kept gross. at the castle for months. They wrapped it in cloth and kept it in a lead coffin to keep the smell at bay. Before Protestant Ooh. nobles finally allowed her remains to be shipped back home to France. Crazy, right? Gross. But yeah, so those are the two like women historically that the woman in gray could possibly be. Um, both of those cases sound extremely tragic and scarring, and I totally understand why that could be um, the ghost lady. Or maybe they're both ghosts and they're just there. Um, and maybe they're both the woman in gray, you know? Maybe they're just chilling. I keep moving my microphone. I'm sorry if this audio is terrible, Allison. All right, so don't cry. I'm sorry. You got to edit. That audio is the worst. I'm sorry. Our audio is terrible. Um, All right. Well, the next story I'm going to tell is called The Castle's Unluckiest Prisoner. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. It's time for my afternoon yawns, (gasps) but I got it. No more afternoon yawns. So there have also been reports of a ghostly man who smells distinctly of manure, and he actually tries to push visitors over the castle's battlements. Oh no! Yeah. So you know how, like, on the like, you know, like castle, it's like the up and down square tops. Yeah. Um. So like, people have been like felt like they've been pushed over, and yes. apparently it's by this manure-smelling boy, um, also known as the unluckiest prisoner. And um, so the story goes that he was actually one of the many poor souls imprisoned in the castle's dark, damp, and rat-infested dungeons. Desperate to escape, he crawled into a wheelbarrow full of muck and manure, hoping to be taken out of the castle and emptied into a nice, soft dung heap. Um, but actually, the wheelbarrow was just tipped over the battlements instead, and the poor man broke his neck on the jagged slopes of the castle rocks as he was thrown over. So, yeah, that happened. Yikes. So, yeah, I can understand why he, too, haunts the area. You heard that, right? Yeah. Spooky. We got our own spooks over here. Got spookies going on in the studio. Um, Well, of course, um, the next thing I'm going to say is the piper and the drummer. So, I already told you the story of the piper. But, uh, of course, two of the most castle's well-known ghosts um, are mainly soldiers. And legend has it that actually many years ago, their entrance to an underground tunnel um, was perhaps an escape route for in case of a siege. Um, It was discovered in the depths of the fortress. Um, A regimental bagpiper, as previously mentioned, went to go explore the tunnels. And as he descended, he was lost. But at the Tron Kirk halfway, um, all of his piping stopped and he was gone. So the soldiers went down to look and he was never seen again. And then the tunnel were then sealed. So the tunnels were actually sealed up after that. Um, And of course, the people still hear the bagpipes underneath the cobbles of the town. Um, And with that, another military ghost has been seen in the castle's battlements. And it's that of a headless drummer which is terrifying. Um, so this grisly figure was first seen drumming a warding sigil back in sigil, signal in 1650, just before the castle was attacked by the Oliver Cromwell. And then ever since then, the headless drummer has been sitting a harbinger of danger. Yikes. So if you see the headless drummer drumming, be warned. Be warned. It can't be worse than the headless horseman. 
I think it's like in the same right. Because isn't the headless horseman also like an omen? It means you're going to die soon, right? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> um, and then we have the last one. So you already mentioned the pet cemetery. So this is the story of the ghostly good boy. Oh. He good boy. Good boy. Is it, what's his name since he's a puppy? Oh, Fido. <laughs> no, I don't know. Should we have a ghost dog name? Max. Max, yeah. That's actually what my mother-in-law's dog is named. <laughs> okay, no. I'm just um, kidding. Max is like a n- traditional dog name. <laughs> and the goofy son from the Goofy movie is named Max. Um, yeah, I think I like Fido. Oh, what about Zero? Like in uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Zero? Zero. That's what the dog's name is. I've never seen The Night Before Christmas. You have never seen The Night Before Christmas? Get out of this studio. You do okay, not deserve <laughs> to be here right now. On the poltergeist without watching The Nightmare Before Christmas? I'm getting angry, Allison. Isn't that a Tim Allen movie? Tim Allen! Tim, Tim Allen. Burton! Yeah, oh my guy. god! That was good one, but Tim I'm Burton's going to rage quit right now. <laughs> Tim Burton. Did you say Tim Allen? <laughs> Are you talking about the handyman? <laughs> the Tim the Toolman Taylor? Now Tim that, Allen? That's the good one. Tim Burton. I don't watch any of his stuff. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, I'm having a mental breakdown. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to need a handyman, so I need Tim Allen. Oh, my God. I'm crying <laughs> right now. I am. Oh, my gosh. We have things to talk about later, Allison. Um, okay, well, now that we know that the castle has its own pet cemetery, and Allison doesn't even know who tim burton is um there were actually dogs that were regimental mascots or that belonged to distinguished soldiers soldiers um and they were buried in the pet cemetery um so according to some visitors there is a ghost of a scruffy black dog that has been seen wandering around cute 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 and cuter scruffy black little puppy gross ghost pup a ghosty good boy um and as far as i'm concerned out of all the ghostly apparitions this is the one i would most like to meet you can actually visit edinburgh castle on the secrets of the royal mile tour um and ghost sightings are not guaranteed but the chance isn't zero so (laughs) um but yeah i just want to see a ghosty good boy (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm still crying because Allison <laughs> rocked my world. Um, I guess you will just have to go see Tim Allen for yourself. No! Okay, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Poltergals. <laughs> Bye! Bye! You've been listening to The Poltergals, a Rogue Media Network podcast. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. I can't believe you've never seen a Tim Burton movie. You're telling me you've never seen a single Tim Burton movie? No. Allison, how? We, we literally talk about ghosts. What's a t- Name one Tim Burton movie that's not that one. Nine Before Christmas, Corpse Bride, Frankenweenie. 
uh, aliens attack or aliens from Mars or whatever that is. Um, literally all of my favorite movie, Edward Scissorhands. Um, okay, Edward Scissorhands, I've seen. That's a Tim Burton movie. Um, literally, like, what? It's getting Halloween season. Charlie and, Charlie and the Chocolate Yeah, Chocolate Charlie and the Chocolate I've Factory seen. with Johnny Depp. Sleepy Hollow, I've seen. Sleepy Hollow. I literally, we just talked about Sleepy Hollow with the Headless Horseman. Literally, like, I've seen everything but those stupid cartoon ones. They're not cartoons. They're stop motion. Yeah, I don't like those. What? Uh, Batman Returns, I've seen. I didn't know Batman Returns. I mean, I guess that makes sense. It's Batman 1989. They're coming out with the new Addams Family. The new Addams Family is going to be Tim Burton. Beetlejuice? Haven't seen Beetlejuice. You've not seen Beetlejuice? No. Oh, my God. Michael Keaton? Is he Michael Keaton? I know know know. who Michael Keaton is. Yeah. Yeah. For Beetlejuice. Michael Keaton's a great actor, but I've never seen Beetlejuice. Oh, my God. Lydia Dietz? Who's Lydia Dietz? She's in Beetlejuice. She's the main girl. Oh my god, Allison, you are joking with me right now. No, you're so gonna have to come so over. I've literally seen Edward Scissorhands, Batman, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Not even the good ones. Um, Batman Returns. I did a, I did a Corpse Bride burlesque show, and you didn't even know what Corpse Bride was. No. What? What about I? I just I can't even. Nightmare Before Christmas is so quintessential. Oh my god! I don't like movies like that. Why? It's so agitating. What is all of it? No, we have to watch it. You can't be a ghost hunter without watching Tim Burton shows. That's where I lay the lines. That's where I lay the lines. Okay. See, I don't even know what Tim Burton even looks like. Oh, he just looks like a spooky dude. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean. He worked with Johnny Depp. Oh, Sweeney Todd? Have you seen Sweeney Todd? No. You've not seen Sweeney Todd? No. Oh, my God. Allison, we are going to have so much to catch up on. What do you watch? Stupid stuff. Like what? Like, I've seen all the Marvel movies. Okay, I've seen all the Marvel movies, Ooh. too. There's uh, a little overlap on our Venn diagram. What else? Uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I see all those movies. Okay, I've seen that. And then um, um, Land of the Lost. No. no, no. That movie's hilarious. With Danny McBride? Nope. Will Ferrell? Nope. Dude. <laughs> okay, okay, well, hear me out. We'll do a movie night. You pick a movie and I pick a movie. And then we'll just go from there. Okay? Yikes. Is that fair? Okay. Okay. All right. I gotta leave before I get too mad. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>